the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now that, ladies and gentlemen, sorry for the little burp there in the uh, in the MP3, uh, you know, electronically there. What is going on, everyone? It is another Al Gatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM nine seventy. The answer, actually, the last second to last live show uh, or live to tape show, I should say, uh, before we uh, celebrate the holidays. I'm actually going to be off uh, the entire week of Christmas, so New Year's Eve is actually going to be a best of of interviews that I've done over the last year. Uh, the Christmas show will be recorded ahead of time um, just to uh, sort of recap the year and what's gone on in uh, in the year of beer uh, across the country and around the world. Uh, we'll do some stuff with that. Uh, but coming up in uh, 20 minutes, this is really cool. Actor John Schneider, yes, Bo Duke from the Dukes of Hazard, or Jonathan Kent from Smallville, if you, if you may, uh, will join me on the program. He has a new moonshine that is out. It's out for sale now. It's called Revenuers Reserve. It's available in three flavors, original, blackberry, and apple pie. Uh, that's coming up in uh, 20 minutes. Uh, an honor to talk to John Schneider. Um, I-, I was a big Dukes of Hazard fan uh, back in the day. Uh, used to watch it every Friday night. It was the Friday night block on CBS. I watched Dukes of Hazard, and then I think my, uh, I think my sister was the one who watched um, Dallas and Knott's Landing. I know my Aunt Joanne. Uh, was a huge fan of Dallas and Knott's Landing. She used to watch it all the time. A couple of times that we'd spend weekends over there. Uh, it was 9 o'clock on a Friday night. You couldn't talk. She had to watch uh, Dallas. So um, uh, an honor to talk to John Schneider about his new moonshine. He's got a lot of other things going on as well. Uh, we will talk to him about all of those things uh, coming up in about 20 minutes from now. Um, sad news to report. Interboro. I'm sad, sad and not so sad, right? So Interboro... Um, is um, is closing their uh, Brooklyn location for now. They're going to be opening up a new tasting room uh, next year, uh, and they will continue to make their beer and spirits upstate for people to consume, you know, at bodegas, liquor stores, bars, things of that nature. But the actual tap room itself, which is a really cool place, 942 Grand Street, uh, in Brooklyn, is closing. And the statement from them at Interboro, life is just a party. Parties aren't meant to last. We're going to have to move our operations. We'll be continuing to make beer and spirits upstate. But we'll close our tap room on Sunday, December 31st. Come celebrate seven-plus years of our 942 Grand Street location and party like it's 1999. Uh, stay tuned for updates on a new tasting room in 2024. If you didn't come to party, don't bother knocking on my door is the quote. Um, Interboro is a really cool spot. What 
they were able to do in that space of being able to distill spirits, make beer, and have a kitchen is just remarkable. I, I only got there once uh, on a um, on a brew tours uh, tour, city brew tours tour, uh, but it was fantastic. Such a good time. Uh, the beer is great. Interboro's beer is great. I think their price point's a little high, but but Interboro's beer is great. And um, the kitchen was cool. Learning how they he was distilling spirits in this small split, very very cool. Just uh, just a really cool spot. And sad that they're closing up there, uh, but you have till the end of the year uh, to get over there, nine forty two Grant Street in Brooklyn uh, to check it out. And then uh, hopefully they will be opening a new tasting room very soon. Speaking of beer and beer fests, the Atlantic City Beer and Music Fest. They finally announced the bands uh, for um, uh, for next year for the uh, spring sessions. So you've got uh, Friday, April 12th from 8 to midnight is Hop Mulligan. Saturday, April 13th from noon to 4 featuring the Hopstrop uh, 5K run saves the day. And then Session 3, uh, Saturday night, April 13th from 6 to 10 p.m. is Goldfinger. Uh, the Baderfield uh, sessions, the summer sessions, will be Saturday, July 13th from noon to 4 and 6 to 10. Those bands will be announced sometime next year. And here's the cool thing, acbeerfest.com to get your tickets. But they have you covered. You don't want to pay fees. You don't want to pay a Ticketmaster a ridiculous amount of money? Well, it's very simple. On um, December 20th, they'll be at Vagabond Kitchen and Tap House. You can buy tickets there. Uh, that's on a Wednesday. Only at Vagabond Kitchen and Tap House AC. Uh, 6 to 8 p.m. only. They will be there on December 20th. You can buy your tickets with no fees. Uh, you just pay uh, your tax. So it's 75 for the tickets plus tax. You do not pay Ticketmaster fees. That saves you about $14 a ticket. Uh, they'll be at Flying Fish Brewing on January 10th. They'll be at Farmers and Bankers Brewing on January 17th. It's all Wednesdays that they'll be at these events. They'll be at Bolero Snort on January 24th. They'll be at Cape May on January 31st. They'll be at Wild Air Beer Works on February 7th. They'll be at Farm Truck Brewing on February 15th. Axe and Arrow Brewing on February 21st. Pinelands Brewing on February 28th. Windcraft uh, on March 6th. Departed Souls on March 14th. Yards Brewing on March 20th. And Glastown Brewing on on March 26th, you will be able to pick up your beers with no fees, which is really cool. Although, there isn't a Union County stop there. There should be. There should be a Union County stop. All right. Whatever. We're going to get John Henderson on the program, talk all about it. So you got a whole bunch of Wednesdays in the months of January, February, uh, and into early March to buy your tickets to the event with no fees. That's a good deal, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you, you can't beat it. It's a great event. I'm not sure which night we're going, whether it's Friday night or Saturday night. Uh, I have to get with the boys and see what's going on. I-, I would love to go with a large group this year. I don't know if I'm going to make the summer sessions, but I am definitely going to be there uh, back at the AC Convention Center. There's no doubt that I will be back uh, at that venue. Uh, moving on, um, so I was with Scott Wells last week, and uh, we didn't get a chance to really talk about this because there was so much else going on in the beer world, and I felt bad that uh, we didn't get a chance to touch on this. But um, what Bolero Snort has done ha- is created a separate entity, their own distribution company. You know, Cape, Met- Cape Distributing went out, Hunterdon, uh, went out when, uh, left New Jersey. So there was a void in terms of servicing people with certain types of beer. And so Scott, being, uh, Scott Wells being forward-thinking as he is, and Bob Olson, they got together and they said, look, why don't we get some of our friends and some people that we know, and we'll distribute their beer in New Jersey. And this is great. So Bolero Snort Brewing... 
uh, has introduced their distribution arm. It's called Barrel Storm Distribution. It's already one of the largest suppliers of craft beverages throughout the entire Garden State. They've been doing this, I guess, for some time, and now they're making it official. We're excited for you to peruse our catalog of some of the finest beverages available within New Jersey. Uh, they hope you check out the new venture. Give us a like and follow, especially uh, their friends in the beer business. They continue to supply the finest liquids available to the locations you rely on to serve and sell you an elevated beverage experience. Demand lo- no less. Now, right now, the beverages they are distributing, of course, their own Bolero, uh, Twin Elephant, and their, you know, their, um, their uh, what is it, their uh, hop water, uh, as well as their, um, their mixed canned cocktails, uh, not canned cocktails, uh, seltzers. They're distributing those. Uh, Twin Elephants Beer, Ross Brewing, Coastal Brew Works, Cigar City from Tampa, really cool, RAR Brewing, Funktastic Meads, Foreign Objects Beer, Imprint, and more. And they're not looking to become a, you know, like just grabbing brands or whatever. They're only going to pick the best brands that they want to, um, you know, to, to distribute, which I think is really cool. Now, you're you're a Jersey, uh, uh, you know, uh, beer bar, or you're you know a uh, uh, gastro pub or whatever. Bolero Twin Elephant Ross Coastal Brew Works. That's pretty good. Right off the bat, you get a couple of great breweries on tap uh, at your place. Come on, you can't go wrong with that. Fantastic Meads, Foreign Objects, Cigar City. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, that is good stuff. So um, this is really cool. Kudos uh, to the uh, to the folks over at Bolero for uh, opening up a Barrel Storm uh, distribution. Follow them on Instagram. Follow them on Facebook. Um, that uh, I'm just I'm excited for them. I think this is great. This is a great venture, and it is uh, it is definitely something for them uh, that I I am proud of those guys uh, for furthering on. Uh, within the beer business. Then finally, Carl Strauss, uh, this happened a couple of weeks ago. Back in, They opened back in 1989. They were approaching their 35th year uh, in business, and they're the OG of San Diego, right? So um, Chris Kramer and Matt Ratner uh, decided this past October to purchase the f- original place that they opened on Columbia Street in downtown San Diego. They decided to buy the place instead of leasing it. Uh, they... <laughs> You know, this is pretty cool. So they bought the place. They hired Jennifer Briggs uh, a couple of months ago as their new chief experience officer. She's a 15-year beer industry veteran. She's uh, worked at New Belgium. She's ran Modern Times. She's done a bunch of stuff. Um, they opened, They soft opened their fifth public venue in San Diego County. It's their ninth uh, place uh, in San Marcos last month. Uh, a two-acre lot a block north of State Route 78 on Los Postas Road. A beer garden with beer being served out of shipping containers. The bar is made out of shipping containers. It's just re- it's really cool stuff from Carl Strauss. And again, they are the OG uh, of San Diego. They're uh, forging out into Arizona and Nevada. They've done things very, very slowly, but it has worked for them, and that's why they're in business uh, for 35 years. So kudos to Carl Strauss uh, and their successes uh, as the OG in craft beer in San Diego. Now, when we come back after a short break, we're going to have more news and notes from around the beer world. This is the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. One, two, three, four. Ain't gonna be no Ah, 
Sammy Hagar and the Circle. Santa's going south. Come on. A little Christmas music on the Algatulo Craft Beer cast on AM 970, The Answer. Nothing wrong with that. And, you know, maybe a little different, you know, Santa heading south. I kind of like that a little bit. Don't you? <laughs> hey, you can follow me really easy. Twitter, X, whatever it is, at Algatulo. Instagram at Gatulo, G-A-T-T-U-L-L-O. I'm also on Threads at Gatulo. I don't post there that much. I have to start doing a little bit more on that. Uh, Facebook.com slash AG Craft Beer Cast via email, Albert G at NYCRadio.com, of course. Uh, don't forget iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, although I know Google Podcasts are going away. I think we're, we're on a couple of different platforms. Anyway, do a search for AG Craft Beer Cast. You'll find the show. You can download it and listen to it. Whenever you feel like it, including at the Hopped Up Network, it's your best place for it. There's a lot of uh, beer podcasts on there, as well as this show. Uh, a few minutes after it ends at midnight, you will get the podcast version of the show, which is pretty cool. Now, coming up in 10 minutes, actor John Schneider. Yeah, Bo Duke from the Dukes of Hazard, or Jonathan Kent from Smallville. He's going to join me on the program. There's a new, He has a new moonshine that's out uh, for sale right now. It's called... Revenuers Reserve. It's available in three flavors, original, blackberry, and apple pie. And that's coming up in about 10 minutes from now. So um, New York City Beer Week, well, that kicks off on Saturday, February 24th. The opening bash tickets are now on sale. This is the early bird limited discount tickets available. General admission is $75. VIP is $105. The standard pricing once the uh, early bird edition is over, is eighty five for general admission and one hundred and fifteen for VIP. Uh, all the announcements of what breweries will be there, the food pop ups, vendors, and stuff uh, at at a later date, probably sometime uh, next month, they'll announce those again. Saturday, February twenty fourth uh, of next year, VIP opens at twelve thirty. General admission is at one thirty. It's at the Box Factory in Industry City. Uh, this is a fantastic event. That kicks off New York City Beer Week. Uh, these are limited discounts. Uh, they do not include a- any additional fees from the ticket platform. Um, but you have to get them soon. If you don't get them soon, they make a great Christmas present, by the way. Um, but if you don't get them soon, uh, the prices will go up. And this benefits the New York City brewers directly. This is their fundraiser to help them uh, through the year. It is a fantastic event. Industry City was a big success last year. I'm so glad they're having it back at at Industry City again. It is just an absolute wild, wild ride. It is a lot of fun. You should definitely go. If you're a beer fan, you want to be there because even the the guest breweries, it's just a blast. I have a really good time there every year. Um, The good folks from Left Hand Brewing Company uh, have debuted in the nitro space a Belgian white nitro. The super smooth, crisp brew at 4.8% ABV combines the zesty notes of orange peel and coriander with the silky drinkability of nitro. Uh, it is available now on draft, a left hand's tasting room in Longmont, Colorado, and full service restaurant and bar, left hand rhino drinks and eats in Denver. It's available in six packs of 12 ounce bottles in select markets. It'll be widely distributed across left hand's 46 state footprint early next year. You can find the beer. Uh, wherever you get left-hand uh, beer at lefthandbrewing.com slash beer-finder. Uh, Devil's Creek Brewing in Collingsworth, New Jersey, is closing. Not yet clear what will come next at One Powell Lane. Um, the uh, According to a report from uh, the local patch down there, the bill of sale hasn't been signed and a non-disclosure agreement is still in place, uh, says Devil's Creek owner Kathy Abade. 
In a statement on Facebook, it says, Hey, everyone, thank you so much for your well wishes and concern. New Jersey has the nicest people, but I'm not going out of business. This isn't a fire sale. I'm choosing to sell and have been in negotiations for a bit, and I'm super happy about who is taking over the spot. I've been doing this since 2015, and it's time to try something else. That being said, I will always love beer and brewing and now drinking other people's beer. I have to be fair. Uh, we had um, uh, Tony Abate, the, uh, one of the owner, Anthony Abate, one of the owners of Devil's Creek Brewing on a number of years ago when they were first opening. Uh, I never got a chance to get down there. I did have some of their beer at, at a couple of the Atlantic City Beer and Music Fests. Okay, nothing special, nothing that made me want to go out um, and seek their beer. Uh, they were the first brewery in a dry town. Um, so, you know, it was a, a difficult go for them. I never heard a lot of buzz about Devil's Creek. I never heard people talking about it and saying, you got to go see them, you got to go check them out. They have this, they have that. So I think that may be part of um, the issue. And again, if they're selling to somebody else and somebody else is taking over the spot and making beer there, and maybe they're not going to be Devil's Creek Brewing, they're going to be some other name, that's great. I mean, it's sad to see them getting out of the business, but it's also good to see if it's another brewery that's going in there uh, that's going to take over the space, and so it won't um, it won't disappear, which I think is kind of cool. So we'll see what happens there, and we'll keep you updated on what goes on. Uh, but here's something that New Jersey drivers should be happy about. They are least likely to drive drunk. It's a new study uh, by Forbes Advisor that says out of all the U.S. states, drivers in the Garden State are the least likely to get behind the wheel after drinking too much. The study looked at the percentage of fatal crashes caused by drunk driving, with Montana taking the top spot. Meantime, the most recent statistics show nearly 30% of fatal car accidents in November and December in 2021 involved a drunk driver. Well, kudos to you you people in New Jersey. That is pretty awesome that you are least likely to drive drunk, which means you're being responsible. Kudos to you, New Jerseyans. That's great. Genesee Brewing, they have a three-story keg tree. It's a holiday tradition that shouldn't be missed. Throughout the season, thousands of beer lovers descend upon Rochester, New York, to catch a glimpse of this unique tree. It's made entirely of 532 kegs stacked 30 feet high and wrapped with 24,000 lights. Since 2014, a crew of Genesee Brewery employees assemble and decorate the tree, as well as program the lights to holiday music. It is situated next to the largest urban waterfall in the United States. The Genesee Keg Tree remains lit throughout the entirety of the season at the Genesee Brew House located on Cataract Street, next to the iconic Genesee Brewing Brewery in Rochester, New York. That's really cool. And if you're there and you want to uh, tag Genesee Brewery on social media with the tree, uh, they encourage you to do so. That's pretty cool. Big keg tree. I know a number of places. The Cloverleaf does one. Uh, the Cloverleaf Tavern, there's a number of uh, places that do a keg tree. That's pretty cool. Um, my good friends from Stone Brewing are sending me some Stone Zocavesa Tres Leches. It's an 8.5% ABV. I don't know why I said it that way. It's an eight and a half percent ABV Imperial Stout with a robust blend. A robust, excuse me, easy for me to say. A blend of sweet spices, a ton of dark and milk chocolate, vanilla, and cold brew coffee, as well as uh, Pisalia peppers that impart a light hint of heat in the finale. Uh, this is a good beer. I've had this beer before. It's excellent. I love it. Um, I can't wait to get a couple cans of this uh, from Stone and drink it during the holiday season. Um, Switchback Brewing. This is really cool. So. They um, have released, uh, let's see, this is, da, 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 what is the name of this? This is Switchback Katie's Love Poem. This is uh, the Switchback's longest-serving taproom bartender and employee owner, Katie Makuga. Uh, it is available in 16-ounce four-pack cans. Switchback Katie's Love Poem is an award-winning 3.2% ABV Groziski 
a light and lofty Polish wheat ale with a classic touch of smoke. That is available now as well. And then finally, uh, Bakes Brewing uh, down in Wall Township. The owner, Jeff Baker, says their grand opening is going to be Saturday, December 30th from noon to 10 p.m. They'll also be open on New Year's Eve from noon to 7 p.m. Stay tuned over the next couple of weeks for further details. In the meantime, answers to some frequently asked questions can be found on our website, Bakes, B-A-K-E-S, Brewing.com. Not aware of this brewery in Wall Township. Uh, brand new. They had a, a can release uh, about a week and a half ago. Lines out the door. Impressive. Uh, we will see uh, what happens there. I will have to get down to Wall Township uh, at some point early next year to check them out. Now, coming up after a short break, actor John Schneider, uh, Bo Duke from the Dukes of Hazard, or Jonathan Kent from Smallville will join me to talk about his new moonshine. This is the Alcatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Welcome back to the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Uh, you know that theme song. If you are a fan of the television show Smallville, as I was, uh, you know that the uh, the gentleman, the actor who played the father of uh, Superman, the adopted father of Superman, Clark Kent, was one Jonathan Kent, but one actor by the name of John Schneider, who is not only an actor, a filmmaker, a musician, He's a moonshiner now. That's right. Revenuers Reserve is out now. It comes in three flavors, original, blackberry, and apple pie. For more info on it and how you can order it, just go to revenuersreserve.com. That's the website for more information on all of that. But it is an honor to welcome the man you may know as Bo Duke from the Dukes of Hazard, or Jonathan Kent from the series Smallville. It's John Schneider. John, good day to you, sir. How are you? <laughs> good day to you. It's, that was so great. You know, it's uh, uh, for 40 years. When people introduce me, 45 years, they play the Dukes theme. It was so great <laughs> to hear Remy Zero. Yay, Remy Zero! Yeah! We haven't heard that in quite some time, so there you go. No, no, that was, that was so great. I'm, uh, I'm honored to be on your show. Uh, folks, just before we pressed the red button, we were talking about uh, Dukes of Hazard, certainly, but also Smallville. Right. And how it's, uh, it's the shining, I think it's the shining gem in the, in the Superman crown. I really do. 100%. I think, I think Smallville, yep. Smallville, Smallville is the quintessential story of good old Clark Kent. You know, he was not Superman yet, so we had to uh, we had to pretend we didn't know where the story was going. Right, and uh, it, it, it was just great. Ten years, ten years yeah. that show ran. Amazing, amazing. Now, yeah. Congra- yeah. congratulations on the success of the Moonshine Revenue's Reserve sold out at the launch party earlier this week. That is incredible. Did did the Dukes of Hazard have anything to do with you getting into the moonshine business? <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I've wanted to for for decades. Right. Um, way back when we were doing the show, I'd go do a personal appearance somewhere, and and uh, invariably some, someone, usually a a man or woman in uniform, would whisper to me, "Hey, you like moonshine?" And I'd say, "Well, yeah." Who doesn't? And they'd say, come with me. And they'd take me to some closet somewhere where all the contraband uh, liquor was. Right. You know, and uh, right off the bat, I thought, you know, this is the stuff that was too good for the revenuers to bust up with a baseball bat. So I've wanted to do a, uh, a moonshine called Revenuers Reserve for nearly 40 years. But 
it's you know life life kind of goes goes in different directions sure and uh this year was a uh, was a, a particularly tough year for me but mm-hmm. in it i met a uh a, a woman who's a widow and she and her husband have a wine called sorvino vino and this is uh paul sorvino's wife Oh, Dee Dee. Yes, we've had, yeah. uh, we had, I, on my day job, I work with Joe Piscopo on his morning show. We do a political oh. talk show. Oh, and great. Joe uh, uh, was friends with um, Paul for years with and Paul. his wife, Dee Dee. Yeah. So, oh, wow, it all comes full circle. Look at that. Yeah, it was amazing. So she said, she said, look, you're, you're, this, the first year is just going to be so hard. Because we, we met just when her, she had gone through the first year after Paul's death. Right. And uh, she said, what, you know, what is it you, you want to do? And I said, well, I've always wanted to do this moonshine. And she said, well, let's do that. <laughs> so you know, Dee Dee, so you know why yeah. it's successful. Because mm-hmm. she, she will not. Uh, we had an order. Our first order yesterday outside of our launch party was one distributor ordered 900 bottles. Wow. Which apparently, apparently is crazy good. So uh, I think we got the, uh, like uh, Buck Owens said decades ago, we got a tiger by the tail here. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the commercials, but I, I shot two little commercials here at, right. uh, at John Schneider Studios where the revenuer is searching for me, looking for me. And uh, he's got the baseball bat, but then he tastes it and says, oh, forget the bats, bring me my jug. And, uh, <laughs> That's great. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun, and uh, it's a great product. And I'm going to be very, you know, I, I, I need to have my mind uh, into something. I need to be a little distracted here because sure. I'm, I'm not quite at the at the end of my first year. And right. folks, if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, my beautiful wife passed away February 21st of this year. Yeah. And um, when something that tragic happens in your life, you, you, you have a choice. You can bury your head in the sand and, and go away or you can... Uh, do as as Alicia, my wife, would say. You can go do. Right. So I've spent this year going and doing, and uh, the proof there is, uh, she was writing a book. She had uh, she had stage four breast cancer, mm-hmm. and she was she had written a book called In the Driver's Seat about how to take charge of your own diagnosis. Um, so we we were very successful with that. Uh, the first time she was diagnosed, we we turned a six month. Uh, life expectancy into five years wow. so it was uh it it, it it i i hate being the poster child for all of that but since i am i finished her book it's called in the driver's seat um i did a, a tribute album not only to my bride but to everyone who has lost someone that someone that they love uh there's a new album called we're still us um you're 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 you'd don't all of a sudden not become uh, a couple anymore. You know, they, Alicia is in many, many ways more alive and well in my heart than she was here. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when, when someone, uh, when someone uh, has a, a ailment like that, it's uh, it's pretty rough. Yeah. But I did the, did the, finish the book, did an album, uh, did a movie that's out uh, with uh, with Jay Seculo and his family called yep. uh, called uh, Jingle Smells, which <laughs> is so much fun, so much fun. And then did the moonshine. So I, I chose not to bury my head in the sand. I, uh, you know, I'm from Mount Kisco. I'm just from across yes, the Tappan Zee. That's right. Yeah. So 
you know, we're we're nothing if not tenacious. Exactly. So, <laughs> and and I have to tell you, John, as a cancer survivor myself, I'm now seven years uh, in remission from uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma. It's one of those oh, things. Congratulations! You can, you can, thank you. You could you can bury your head in the sand, like you said, or you could pick yourself up and keep moving. And I choose to keep moving. And I think that's a great, that's a fantastic positive attitude to have. And I want to circle back to the moonshine for a moment. Because sure. How did you come up with the blackberry and apple pie flavors for the moonshine? Well, when we went to uh, went to several distilleries and and sampled their products, and the one thing that was important to me because I'm a I'm a taste guy, mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to uh, to add something. Uh, so the apple pie that we have, I'm I'm talking about changing the name of apple pie on our next batch to uh, to apple fritter. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I'm a you know apple fritter has got all those great little burnt corners on it right it's more crispy it doesn't fall on your coffee as easily (laughs) so uh i'm i'm trying to add a little a little bit of of uh burnt sugar taste to the apple pie to make it make it more apple fritter uh same thing with the blackberry try to add uh, a little bit of what we have down here in uh, in louisiana i live in louisiana right uh we've got muscadine we've got all kinds of stuff here so i wanted i wanted to make it personal and with many of the people that we talked to, they were like, well, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll slap a label. And I said, no, I don't want to slap a label on something. I want to actually have, have something to do with how this tastes, sure. you know, because it's all about the taste. It's all about the, the look of the bottle and the label. Um, so with Appalachian Distillery, uh, it's family run. And I, I say, how long have you been doing this? And they say, well, 10 years legally. they've got a they've got a great picture of their grandfather who apparently spent 10 years in jail around uh around prohibition time for doing just what they're doing now but they're doing it legally right so i wanted to i wanted to identify a group of people that i could actually work with and not just you know know i didn't want to just be a kind of a peripheral figure i want to i want to get my hands into the into the mash if you will Mm -hmm. and uh these folks were all about that. So we're working on a couple of new, uh, new flavors for next year. Uh, and I'm, I'm very excited about it. You know, I, I tell people, look with, with Dukes of Hazard, I've been on probation since 1979. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about time. It's about time. I had my own moonshine. Exactly. We're talking with actor, <laughs> filmmaker, musician, and moonshiner, John Schneider, revenueers reserve. It's out now. It was, it did sell out this week, but they are fulfilling orders. So it comes in three flavors, yeah. original blackberry, apple pie for more info on it and how you can order it. Just head over to revenuersreserve.com as we're here on the Algatulo craft beer cast on AM 970, the answer. And John, before I run out of time here, I grew up watching yeah, Dukes sure. of Hazard. Love the show. We talked about it before we started the interview, but of course, I was a comic book geek back in the day. I had, in my collection before I sold it a few years ago, I had over 20,000 comic books in my collection. A lot of it having to do with Superman and Superboy and the mythos of of all of Superman. Uh, A huge fan of Smallville, obviously. What was the the best part of playing such an iconic character like Jonathan Kent, who essentially shapes Clark Kent's views on life and how to deal with the responsibility of his superpowers? Well, the the way that Miles and Al... Uh, crafted that character in just the pilot was so wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wanted to, uh, you know, I, I was a big fan of Michael Landon and Bonanza and Little House on the Prairie and all that. Sure. But a huge fan, obviously, of Uncle Jesse of Denver Pyle, mm-hmm. who played my Uncle Jesse on Dukes. So when I read the pilot to Smallville, I saw a lot of Uncle Jesse and Jonathan Kent, and I wanted to uh, kind of elaborate on that. 
Um, that's why Jonathan Kent is so uh, – he's stern. You remember I got a lot of grief because I wouldn't let him play football. Right. But, but by the, at the same time, people would say, I love how when you're talking to him, you got your hands on his shoulders, you, you hug him, you kiss him on the back of his head and, and you know, tell him you're proud of him. And um, I, I think right from the very beginning, Jonathan Kent was the, was the best written father on television. Um, and I like to think I took, I took their, their seven and made it a 10. But they delivered an a, a absolute seven. Which is amazing because uh, they had little kids at home. Right. And you treat a three-year-old differently than you treat a 16-year-old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you've, ever had, uh, if you've ever had a 16-year-old, you know what I mean. Oh, I know. My son's so 20 it, now, so I know exactly what oh, you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was, uh, it was, they did an amazing job. And, uh, and when I read it, I thought, no, this is, uh, this is really great. So I'm honored to have been part of Smallville when, uh, when uh, especially military folks come up. Smallville started in 2001. Right. We were we were filming, we were filming when right the, the planes hit the towers. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so I have a lot of folks that will come to me and say we we binged watch uh, DVDs of Smallville uh, in Baghdad. Oh wow. So um, it's it's important to me that that Smallville is uh, has has made such a wonderful wonderful arc on people's lives. Uh, Dukes too. You know Dukes. Uh, sure. Duke's, Duke's is amazing, but there's something about the relationship between Clark Kent and Jonathan Kent that really stands out. For me, it's very much like the relationship that uh, that Bo Duke had with uh, Uncle Jesse. Well, 100%. John, you nailed it in, on that show, and you certainly nailed it with this moonshine. My guest, he's been actor, filmmaker, musician, moonshiner, John Schneider's Revenuers <laughs> Reserve. It's out now. Comes in three flavors, original blackberry apple pie. Obviously, like John said, they're going to be doing some tweaking of it uh, for next year. But for more info on it and how you can order it, you head over to revenuersreserve.com. We'll have a link posted on our Facebook and Twitter pages as well, so you can click right on it and order it. John, thank you so much for joining me. I, I really do appreciate it. This was a great conversation. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Merry and I uh, hope to talk to you again friend. soon. Oh, I'll be here. I'll be here. Thank you, my friend. Merry Christmas, everybody. You take care. Hug on somebody and tell them you love them. Do it today. Do it every day. Absolutely. Be good. You got it. Thank you so much. Up next, it's time for for Suds and Duds on the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970 The Answer. Welcome back to the final segment of the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast for this week on AM 970. The answer, a little Rob Halford and his holiday album that came out back in 2019, God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen. The uh, name of the album is called Celestial. It's uh, his take on Christmas songs in a heavy metal style, and we love it. Rob is the best. Cannot wait for Judas Priest uh, in April at Prudential Center. I am absolutely pumped. All right, let's dive right into Suds and Duds. There's a lot of beers to get to. Uh, there's a lot of stuff I've drank over the past couple of weeks that we just have not been able to get to. So first up, um, 
the folks over at um, oh my goodness, a goose a goose island uh, were able to send me some of the uh, Bourbon County stouts uh, that uh, they put out every year, and um, I have to thank uh, Joshua Bernstein. Why I don't know why I forgot. I'm again. I tape these things early in the morning. Brain farts are never a good thing. So anyway, um, Tom from uh, Pray Tell Agency, uh, he was able to hook me up with him and was uh, very nice in uh, giving me a list of the uh, the Bourbon County Stouts. And he said, pick three and we'll send them to you. So I did. And uh, one of them that I picked is the Bourbon County brand Angels, uh, Angels Envy, excuse me, two-year cask finished out uh, for this year by Goose Island. Um, and I picked this one specifically because my good friend uh, Greg is a big Angels Envy fan, loves their whiskey. So um, we were over at his house uh, after Thanksgiving and uh, cracked this one out. And boy, let me tell you something, super smooth. The whiskey in this is beautiful. Really loved it, enjoyed it. Uh, we sipped it slow. It took us a little while to finish the bottle uh, between the two of us, and that's exactly how you want it um, because it was just nice. Could this have done with a little more aging, like for me itself, after I brought it home, like let it sit for another year? Probably. Um, but I wanted to drink it right away because I knew uh, that he is a big fan of this stuff. And sometimes some of this stuff is you want to drink it uh, as fresh as fresh can be, and other times you want to let it sit in the bottle and age. This is a great um, beer, great stout. Uh, if you're looking to gift it to somebody, this is a perfect gift for somebody uh, for the Christmas holiday. So uh, that was excellent. And then um, I had given him a bottle of the 2017 version. So we cracked that open. Six years sitting in my friend's basement. Really not cellar tempt, but, you know, for the most part, just sitting down there, uh, not in the refrigerator, uh, sort of tucked away without, you know, light hitting it and et cetera, et cetera. Oh, my goodness gracious. Absolutely amazingly smooth. It really did a nice job maturing in the bottle for six years. And I have a bunch of uh, Bourbon Counties from past years. I think 2015 or 2016 was the first year I started uh, getting some of them. And let me tell you something. Absolutely outrageous for for sitting in the bottle for six years. It was delicious. And then we cracked open a bottle. Now, I still have a bottle of this. I gave him one bottle. Uh, Rolling Thunder Imperial Stout by Rogues. Rogues had sent this to me back in 2019. And we finally opened it. Um... Straight beer-flavored whiskey is how I described it. Uh, it wasn't terrible, but it was a little metallic, um, so I'm not sure. That was probably one we probably shouldn't have really aged. We probably should have opened it within a year or so. Um, so a little disappointed in that. I figured it would mature in the bottle a little bit, but obviously it did not, uh, so we move on. So I want to thank Tom uh, for helping me out and getting those uh, Bourbon County Stouts. There's two others that I have. We'll get to them at some point in the next couple of weeks, and we'll review them. Uh, early on in the new year. Uh, Twin Elephant, Nosh, Citra, and Mega Moteca. Uh, this is unbelievable. And I love IPAs that hit the sweet spot of juicy without being overwhelming. Great beer. Love the series. Uh, it is uh, fantastic. I love everything that Twin Elephant does. The, in my book, they can do no wrong. Um, moving on, uh, was over at Paragon Tap and Table. Had a couple of days off. And uh, they had Conclave on tap. So I grabbed the Judgment. Uh, drinks like a 6%, but my goodness, is this banging. Uh, dangerous beer, too. I think it was somewhere up around 8%, 9%, uh, maybe close to 10 But it drank like a 6%. I mean, I could have sucked 10 of them down. It, it tasted that good, and I'm glad I curbed myself by only having one. Uh, then Valhalla by Triple Crossing. I've had this before. Uh, it was still on tap at the brewer at, at uh, Paragon. Solid brewery, great beer, loved it. And then I... 
I'm surprised I never had this. Maybe I had it and I didn't check it in. Um, they had cans of Icarus's pound of nectar on feathers. I, I, this drinks light. It's a pilsner. It drinks light, but boy, it'll definitely catch up to you. I'm almost certain that I had this during Lagerfest, either this year or last year. Um, that's a great beer for a pil- an, an imperial pilsner, which you, they usually don't go in the same sentence. Boy, is that a delicious beer. Really, really good. Kudos to uh, Icarus. Great job on that one. Uh, and then early December, Tap House 15, which I've never been to, but a great craft beer bar up in uh, Jefferson, New Jersey, up in the Wharton area. So I took a lift um, because they were having their big anniversary celebration. Six years, seven years. Uh, I think it was six or eight. I don't remember. I'm sorry. The, the numbers all get confusing after a while. But anyway, um, so they were having their um, their celebration. I took a lift because I knew I wanted to drink a little bit, and I didn't want to just drink a couple of beers and have to you know, wait and then get back in the car and drive back home. It was, you know, it was an hour, about 45 minutes to an hour each way. It's a, it was a lot. So um, took the ride. Boy, I'm glad I did. Hung out with my good friend Allison. Uh, Scott Wells was there. Uh, folks from Twin were there. Coastal. Everybody was there. It was just a great time. Good party atmosphere. And at 4 o'clock straight up on Friday uh, at Tap House 15, they cracked a beer from Troon. Yeah. It's a swinger thing. Uh, this was an amazing beer. I am glad I got some of it before it kicked because it was like bedlam in there at 4 o'clock. A uh, lot of pineapple pineapple forward. Great beer. Delicious. Just had the one. That was it. It was kicked. I think they kicked it within 11 minutes. It was gone. I mean, everybody was getting a sand, you know, trying to get a pour of it. Amazing beer. It was delicious. Uh, Ducks and Axes by Fidens. A great hazy uh, beer by those guys. Fidens makes great beer. I mean, this tap list was unbelievable. Uh, from Diego to the Bay from Fidens. Uh, so good. West Coasty. Really delicious. Uh, then had uh, Ring Boys. Uh, Internet Cicerone uh, by Oak Flower. This is a collab with uh, Haze Boys, uh, Hazy Boys and, uh, and Oak Flower. Super crushable. I could drink 10 of those. It was that good. I mean, it was just a one after the other, after the other, after the other I could have had. And I only had it in a, in a small pour. And then I stepped it up with the Fiore by the Seed. An amazing Pilsner by them. Uh, at, that was on tap at Tap House 15. Great beer there. Then uh, they had Weldworks. They had a 2023 Media Noche, and it was crazy smooth for a 12 percenter. Just a, oh, my God, just an unbelievable beer. And I like a lot of what Weldworks does. And we don't, you know, we get some stuff from Weldworks, but we don't get everything. And they're supposed to be, supposedly in the new year, they're going to be pushing more of their stuff that you can only get in Colorado, sort of, you know, uh, out east or out in their distribution network, which is great. Um, but that was a really good beer, and I had a small pour of that. And again, good thing I had a small pour of that. Uh, Twin Elephant did a uh, a, a beer called Eight for the eight year anniversary. See, I knew I said six, then it was eight. You know, all right. So Tap House Fifteen's eight eighth anniversary. Delicious beer, man. That was good. I uh, that was another one of those IPAs that you could just sort of suck down and suck down and suck down. And then Rob from Hazy Boys, he's the man. Methods of Excavation uh, Number Two. Uh, by other half, this was it said chapter three, but I think it's the the two whatever. Uh, he was doing pours. I bought a glass uh, from him. Uh, it, he did his uh, podcast there. It was great to catch up with him. He makes these great memes. If you haven't followed him yet, H A Z E B O I Z on Instagram. He is the man. He he makes such tremendous memes. They they make me laugh every time. Ridiculously smooth this one for a big boozy beer. I mean, we are talking. Uh, outrageous. Uh, I think I had uh, a mead from Funktastic. There was uh, it just 
There was so much stuff going on there at Tap House 15. It was an amazing time. Really had a lot of fun. My first time at the place, the food was excellent. Get the pizza, get the wings if you're there. Uh, Really, really good. Everything was delicious. Uh, Just had a great time catching up with everyone, and I am super glad that I took a lift uh, back and forth. Because, again, folks, you know that's one of the things. We don't mention it enough on this program. If you're going to drink these things, do them in the comfort of your home if you can. But if you can't and you have to go somewhere and, and, and drink them, you know, visiting a brewery, et cetera, et cetera, um, don't drink and drive. Be responsible. Be smart. Don't be stupid. Because, you know, it might have been pricey for me to get there. It probably cost me about a you know, round trip with tips and everything. probably cost me about 150 bucks to get there. But I'll tell you what. I'd rather spend 150 bucks than have to spend $10,000. You get thrown in jail, lawyer's fees, fines, uh, going to jail for a bit. Losing your license, um, you know all these things, and it's a permanent stain on your record. Do you want that? And and not only that, the more important thing is, you could kill somebody. You could take a life. You don't want to do that. Let me tell you, it is very important that you be responsible when you do these things. Listen, I'm no spring chicken anymore. You know the days of me being in my twenties and drinking and driving, which I've done. I'm not going to lie, uh, are over. You can't do those things anymore. You got to be smart. You got to be responsible, because you could directly affect somebody's life. And usually, when drunk drivers hit people, usually it's not them that get hurt because they're drunk. They don't feel anything. It's the other person, and you do irreparable harm. And it's not cool. It's just not cool at all. This holiday season and all the time, be smart. Don't drink and drive. All right. My thanks to everybody involved in the show, including my guest. Actor John Schneider with his new moonshine that is out for sale. It's called Revenue's, Revenue's Rever, Reserve. It's available in three flavors. Original, blackberry, and apple pie. And, of course, last but not least, the great buddy Watson. Back Monday on the Joe Piscopo Show at 6 a.m. This has been the Algatulo Craft Beer Cast on AM 970, The Answer. Cheers, everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.